pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left Live on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Steve Curran. I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Hi, Anne. Oh, hi. You're just taking your top off. I'm just taking my coat off. This is a really speedy turnaround. It was a speedy turnaround, wasn't it? (sighs) Thanks very much to Resonance 104.4 FM for organising that speedy turnaround. Gets better every week, it does, doesn't it? Isn't it? We'll have it's it exciting. Da- we'll have it down soon. You'll be able. To, you'll, you'll you'll work out that you can walk in with your top off, Anne, <laughs> and we won't have to go through this rigmarole. Oh. Don't stand on ceremony. No. Let's turn my computer on as well. We are a show about video games. That means we talk about video games, and we talk about things that surround video games. What surrounds video games, Simon? Um, usually, a uh, the packaging. <laughs> And sort of a waft of an ennui exactly, as well. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how's your week been? Uh, it's been all right. What have you been, been doing? busy. Uh, yesterday we did karaoke together, didn't we? We did do that, but the listeners don't do that. So I don't, don't do that, don't know that. They do now, because right. I just told them. <laughs> <laughs> we did do karaoke, yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? Oh, it was really good fun. Although apparently Muse aren't a boy band. No, they aren't, Simon. Muse but they are. <laughs> literally are. We did band boy boys. band versus girl band karaoke, and Simon got disqualified because you chose S Club 7. <laughs> I didn't know the rules. I got it there late. I didn't know the rules. Why, why was Simon disqualified? Too many genders. That's <laughs> all the time it's to you, doesn't I, it? Yeah, problem I have. Anyway, we've got an exciting show today. We have got Return of... Well... The return, the re-return of Craig the Rage. He was back for the first time last week. He's back for the second time this week. Is it racy, Steve? Video game poetry, a little bit racy this week. He was singing yesterday, wasn't he? He was. What was he singing? He did another level. (laughs) He did. (laughs) He did do another level. Good times. And we also have a brand new feature... Electric Dreams okay. by Cara Ellison. Oh, wow. That's very, very We've been exciting. We've talking about this for some time. Mm. At, our, Promoing at, our, um, at our staff meetings, <laughs> haven't we? <laughs> We're going give to the, give the youngster a shot. Yeah, well, so let's, let's see how we get on. Good luck, out. Cara. She seems to do well at everything she turns her hands to, doesn't she? Mm. Well, well, let's, let's see. see if we can mess that up yeah. for her. <laughs> Good, and we've also got a guest in the studio. Hi. I know, we're doing well for guests. Did you know we're, we're booked up till mid-November? Shut up. That's no, true. We... 
Um, yeah, actually, on the guest front, Ed Vasey's turned us down now. Having said, oh, yeah, no, definitely, I'd love to come on. <clears throat> but hasn't he just turned us down because he's busy till Christmas? We continue broadcasting that's what he after said. Christmas. Yeah. And then I got an email from um, his helper. Uh, and I said, yeah, no, that's cool. We, yeah, we're after Christmas as well. So, so let's get a date in now. He said, actually, he's very busy now. So we're going to need to leave it a bit before we ask him. So, uh, yeah, what a fraud. Like, apparently, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, so... Apparently, video games don't matter to Ed Vasey. To, to the Tories. So we couldn't get Vasey. Well, who could we get? Um, I tell you who's coming up at the end of October. Jason Bradbury what? from the Gadget Show. TV's Jason Bradbury. Amazing. How's he going to yeah. go on radio? <laughs> well, let's find out. But uh, um, much closer than that, we <laughs> in the studio today is Tim Constant. Uh, you're from Panic Barn. Hello, Tim. Hello. Nice to meet you. How all. are you doing? Yeah, really good. You're really good. Uh, you're uh, you're filling the seat that Jason Bradbury's going to be in, and Ed Vasey I'm certainly very won't be in. About Bradbury. Are you? Is it Bradbury or Brad Bradbury? Bradbury. Yeah, yeah, I do like the gadget show. Yeah, it should be good. Well, we're—he doesn't know this yet, but obviously he's here. We're getting him in so that we can talk about doing the gadget show radio. Uh, <laughs> he's got a TV show. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how we get on. Um, Tim, thanks for joining us. You're going to be talking about your project, Tiki Taki Soccer. Tiki Taki Soccer, yeah, a Tiki-taki. football game for iPad and Android. Excellent. Well, don't blow your uh, slot by giving it away now. <laughs> no. First, we have, we have to do what we always do, which is listen to Anne's news. Seven oh four on Monday, the twenty third of September. I'm Anne Scanthbury, and this is the news. Andrew Wilson is EA's new CEO. The former EA sports head has filled the role after John Riccatello left in March. He said of his new job, I have a profound respect and passion for this organisation as well as for our global community of fans and I'm incredibly motivated to serve our people, our gamers and our shareholders at such an exciting time in our industry. As a former EA sports boss, we'd better keep an eye out for Andrew trying to slip sport into everything. So what do we know about this guy? Who is he? Paints us a picture. He's a former EA sports boss. Okay. He's been at the company for 13 years. Okay. He's quite handsome. Is he? How yeah. is he? Tell, tell us more. Listeners, close your eyes <laughs> and describe him. He's got like brown, shortish hair. How handsome. Like kind of clean shaven. Ooh. He was definitely wearing some kind of suit or maybe just a shirt in his, in his picture. He had eyes. Eyes. Mouth and a nose. Amazing. Um, And also he's getting paid $800,000 a year with the potential for that to be risen to 1.2 million if he reaches his targets. S-T-F-U. 800,000? Yeah. How do we get this job? Exactly. Oh, I don't think we're handsome enough. Right, I've got some hair. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a nose. Yeah, we're yeah. together. <laughs> you are wearing a shirt. Yeah. Wow. So um, the, the the previous uh, Peter Moore didn't Peter Moore get um, a uh, he got tattoos done? Was that at EA or was it at elsewhere? Was Do you remember it? that? Did he rip his top off? And didn't he have tattoos of GTA? Or GTA or something? Maybe, maybe must have been elsewhere. Uh, didn't he? Tim, what tattoos have you got? Yeah, GTA, GTA Five. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay, nice. Nice. Uh, I can't show you. Well, 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 on yeah. radio, you well, can't show anything. Exactly. Actually, yeah, on radio, I probably could, but. Um, I thought up some really good puns. Okay, uh, of that we're going to roll out during his career. No, that if he does start putting sports into um, current titles, 
you could have mass e FIFA act. <laughs> Good. Battlefield NFL. I mean, that's, that works. Um, and Medal of Honor in the 400 meter backstroke. <laughs> that's good. One thing that uh, radio is good at is voices. Yeah. It's very important to give each character you introduce oh, to the is, radio a distinct voice so yeah. that listeners know, you know, they build up a, an image of him. So when you talk, you, you know, presumably going to be multiple quotes from this guy oh, in yeah, the loads. future in your new stories. What voice are you going to use? Okay, so he's uh, he's an American guy. Yeah. Okay. He's a, he's, he's a sturdy, he's an all-around good guy, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, rich. Rich. Affluent. Mm. Okay. So I've got to get an affluent tone in there. So I'm thinking... Um, Oh, how do Americans speak? <laughs> I mean, what sort of... Are we talking New York rich here? Is it a new money... Or is it a sort of Texan, oil baron rich? Can I do Texan? I think maybe that's it. I think he's like... He's old money. Yeah? He's old money making it from the new. Right, okay. So do yeah. you want to read his quote out again then? Yeah, um, okay. Um, I have a profound... <laughs> Go on. No, no, no. Stick with it. I have a profound respect and passion for this organization, as well as for our global community of fans. Ouya has made changes to its Free the Games fund following some controversy. The $1 million fund, which would match Kickstarter donations for games raising over $50,000 for a six-month exclusivity deal, came under fire when some games in the promotion had abnormally high average pledges. Ouya's Julie Ehrman has now lowered the minimum backing to $10,000 with a maximum matching point of $250,000 and every $10,000 raised must have 100 backers. Hmm. Hmm. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, particularly if you're stupid enough to uh, not think about these things in the first case. This was all. This was a, a disaster waiting to happen, wasn't mm. it? And, the, and then they compounded the disaster by releasing quite an annoying press release about how well, we're just trying to help, guys. It was quite a sort of... It really struck the wrong tone amongst right. the Ouya dev Ooh, community. Yeah. I think also part of the thing that really has forced them to make these changes is it seemed that... There are some good guys who've been stretching for this goal, uh, one of whom was completely honest about it, was like, yeah, I've got my dad's help and he's putting loads of money and now we've doubled it and that's great. Yeah. Got kicked out. No. And then there was that super suspicious one, wasn't there? Was it Gridiron Thunder? Was that what it was mm, called? Yeah. Where everyone looked at the average uh, pledge was over $1,000. and, and just, just that. You're very big Ouya fans. <laughs> we love our Ouya so much. And yet they didn't get kicked out of the project. I'm not sure. What's they the have s- now, um, they've taken themselves out of the project. Ah, They're like, okay. guys, we've already made enough money. We, we don't need to take this money from other smaller games that might need a little help along. We've got mm. loads. Mm. It's all a bit suspicious, isn't it? It is a bit suspicious. And it's a shame because it's a good initiative in theory, like to help these guys get some more money, put it behind their project. And you can see why they're doing it to secure exclusivity for the platform. Yeah, but it, again, it just all doesn't stack up. Why would you go six months exclusive on Ouya, which, um, from what we can tell, games are just not selling. I mean, mm. people are downloading them, but they're not. They've, now, they've changed that as well now. Uh, if you so with the six month exclusivity deal with Ouya, you can also now release on PC. 
Well, thanks very much. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I guess the point is that if you weren't going to be able to make this game right without fun, yeah, without the funding, yeah. and then after six months you can then port it to other platforms, and that's a good deal for you. If this helps games exist that otherwise wouldn't have been able to, that's that's excellent. I suppose so. Yeah, but during your six months exclusivity, it's like, yeah, no, this is a massive hit on Ouya. Got downloaded. Forty people bought it. <laughs> Tim, Tim, what was your view on this? Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a good idea, but it also sounds really dodgy. Mm. So, I don't know. What was the game which doubled its money and didn't get kicked out? It was an American football game. Yeah, Gridiron. Gridiron Thunder. I think. I think. See, that, you'd have to actually look at Gridiron Thunder and see what kind of game that was. Well, but a it, fictional one, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a heist game. I mean, yeah. But, I don't know. Sounds a bit dodge. Okay. OMG, GTA 5 is now the UK's fastest selling game since records began, and we began our records two weeks ago. <laughs> its day one sales in the UK were over point. 57 million units, making a modest £65 million in revenue. The title has removed Call of Duty Black Ops from its coveted position as most magnificent and popular because Cobblops only made a paltry £58 million. Everybody must stop making games now because no other game will ever be as wonderful or loved. Where do we store our records? Um, they're on the Google Drive. Up our sleeveys. <laughs> GTAV. GTAB, yeah. That's what we're calling it. Yeah, Is what it? an exciting day last Tuesday was. Yeah. Did you think so, Anne? We swept up in it? Really swept. Did you get stabbed on the way home? No, no, because I didn't have one in my bag. Okay, right. Good, also, good thinking. Also, but like, do put it in your bag. Though. Did you go to the midnight launch? No. No, who not. stays up till midnight? Exactly. Not <laughs> I did that for GTA 4. Did, did you, but not yeah. this one? No. Why not? It wasn't an enjoyable experience. Right, okay. <laughs> what, what happened? Well, no, they didn't have any games unless you pre-ordered anyway. Right. So it's so just being, being in Asda at, at midnight. At midnight, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't that nice. So you were in Asda at midnight and then they turned you away because you hadn't was, pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah, unless you'd pre-ordered, they were like, nope. Did they at least have, like, the booze aisle open so you could <laughs> get something? <laughs> so that would go quite well with GTA, but uh, no. But yeah, well, people were, um, some people in the office were uh, popping out lunchtime to get it. Yeah, the uh, stories came back, like, 40 people in game and HMV all queuing up just to get copies of GTA. Well, exciting. Wow. I'm, yeah, I, I couldn't Crazy wait for the times. postman that day. And then Tim, uh, who works in the office as well, he got his and he had his an Xbox and he said, like, postman here, we ripped it open and we made the boxes kiss together because <laughs> we were so <laughs> excited about playing. And uh, yeah, I've not, it's not been that exciting for a long, long time. So how has that passion carried on into your playing of the game? I'm enjoying it, actually. I mean, I don't want to uh, spoil the reviews, okay, but, okay. Uh, you know, I think I think it's going to score well Interesting. with me. But yeah, it was good, and it was nice to see uh, everybody celebrating. Obviously, you had the uh, usual people that were taking pot shots of video games, but I don't know, there, there, there seemed to be a, a real sense of excitement, I think, industry-wide, whether you're involved in GTA or, or not, apart from uh, with you, Anne, it seems. I mean, I'd, it's, it's really great. <laughs> it's really great for the people that made it that it's doing really well. <laughs> Stick that on your box. What do American hip hop group Terror Squad and the Xbox One have in common? They both like to lean back. Xbox's Albert Panello has warned that under no circumstances should you make your Xbox One stand up vertical. He explained to GameSpot, We don't support vertical orientation. Do it at your own risk. We just don't design for the drive for vertical. Uh, one second, we have some breaking news coming in. Valve has announced 
Steam OS, a free standalone operating system for living room machines. The Linux-based operating system will stream content from a stream library. Valve is also working with media content providers to bring steamed uh, to bring, bring streamed music, TV, and movie content. More news as soon as Eurogamer posts it. Steam that, streaming. That's actual news. Breaking. That's actual news. Breaking. It literally. You know when I was outside typing away. Yeah. That's what I was doing. Wow, that's excellent, Anne. Um, that's disappointing, though, isn't it? Didn't we think they were going to... Well, didn't we hope they were either going to announce the Steam Box or Half-Life 3? There are two more announcements that they're currently making. What, while we're on air? Yeah. Well, just stick some music on, Steam. What, what are we doing here? <laughs> what do we think they are, then? Oh, a Steam Box and Half-Life, Half-Life 3. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we think they are. Okay, so the Steam... Uh, well, uh, can we get any more on this at the moment? So the Steam OS, what's that going to do? Uh, it's going to mean that you can run your Steam library in, uh, in your living room. Right. I, I, already, I, mean, I, I, do I don't anyway. understand this because I do. I'm always in the living room. Presumably, you can't run all of your Steam games on it because because it's Linux. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming this is Linux. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> is that correct? Yes, I said it in there. So I said the Linux-based okay. okay. operating system. I was just system. asking. Okay, just so, what's, asking. so what's the point of this then? Um, the point of the OS, yeah. so that you can. I. It says on. Living room machines. Do they mean consoles when they say I that? I think they mean TVs. Oh, just call it a TV. Like, actually, I don't know what they mean. Oh, my goodness. Tim, what, Tim, what, 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 no what are your thoughts is. to this breaking <laughs> news? <laughs> it's not just Steam on some device. Apparently, yeah. A new device. So is the next thing they're going to be like, oh, and here's the Steam box that you can actually run it on? Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, that's what I'm predicting. Imagine, I mean, they've already said this out loud. We could just look on the internet. Guys, just look on the internet. <laughs> can someone write in and tell us what's happened, please? <laughs> And finally, Nintendo's ex-president, Hiroshi Yamauchi, has died at the age of 85. He was president of the company for 53 years, leaving the post in 2002, and was a key figure in turning Nintendo into the video game colossus it is now. From March this year, he was the company's largest shareholder. Apologies for ending on sad news. You do know what the point of an Anne finally is, don't you? Yeah, but we had so many laughs before this that we we could bring it down. He changed the world of video games. He did, yes. I think it's a pretty positive note, you know. The man, the man changed our lives forever. If it wasn't for him, one life left wouldn't exist. No wow. good point. Yeah, but you, you try getting a joke out of this, Tim. What's Tim, funny, no. Tim, <laughs> Tim, what, What's funny about a man from Nintendo dying? Yeah, there's nothing funny about that at all. Mm. Mm. There must be one. <laughs> I, I did think of one. Did you? <laughs> really? Cole, what was it? I guess instead of being one up. It's now one down. <laughs> no. Not, not okay. No. Not okay. That's why I didn't, didn't include read... it. That's why I didn't include it. Good. Didn't you read Parco's heartfelt piece for the New Yorker? No. It was really long. It was, it was long, actually. And it had loads of subclauses in it as well. I found it very difficult to keep track of what was going on. Too many words. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. Chaos and confusion has taken hold after an alleged racist statement was said during the Mushroom Kingdom Independence Party's conference by one of their chief whips. Toad with J. Toad of MKIP said during a Plumbers in Politics forum that plumbers not born in the Mushroom Kingdom should go back to where they came from, which is Italy if they were being voiced by Charles Martinet, or if they were being played by Bob Hoskins, then no one really knew. 
Toadworth has been stripped of the whip and has not been offered any of Princess Peach's cake at the after party. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. to One Life Left Video Game Radio Show on Resonance 104.4 FM and podcast across the whole internet. We're actually streaming live as well at www.resonancefm.com. Good one, Steve. Breaking. I've just had an email. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, exciting. More breaking news. So, uh, regular listeners to One Life Left will know that we are an award-nominated radio show. And winning. One Reg- one regularly once. nominated. Nominated a lot. Occasionally winning. Yeah. Um, we've been nominated again this year. For so the, exciting, for isn't the it? Games Media Awards. It's just a delight to be nominated. I know it is. It's also a delight to attend the ceremony. Yes. It's the biggest delight to attend the ceremony. I mean, th- th- that's where a lot of things start, doesn't it? We yeah. stealing. We started. We we, we invented stealing at one yeah. awards. Pushing people the, over. The pushing, pu- the pushing people over, which has you know taken us to places as a horizontal fill fish. Yeah. Um, was uh, pioneered at the GMAs. It's it's very important we're there. It's it is. very important. So imagine my delight when I received an email that said, Hello, Steve. Oh. Please consider this your invite to the Games Media what? Awards. Wait a second. D- um. Do RSVP if you can or can't attend. Um, dress code cosplay. Just joking. <laughs> Unless you want to. Oh so, uh, looking forward to seeing you, yeah. Steve. Well, that's on the because night. the GMAs are regular listeners and they understand that we've, in, we've introduced this new policy of you need to direct yeah, your yeah, correspondence yeah, yeah, at yeah. one of us. Which is great, but obviously you also need to direct invites to the other two of us because otherwise they won't be able to mark the date in their calendar. Yeah, and we do need to do that. So have you guys RSVP'd? I mean, I don't... I haven't... Oh, I haven't had an invite. No, I've not either. Yeah, so... And we found this out before the show. Yeah. You guys were incandescent, weren't you? Furious. Pushed over a bike. We're not not called one one man left. We're a team. Exactly. One life left. Anyway, I wrote to Caroline. Oh, yeah, what did you say? There's no I in one life left. I said, there's no team in one life exactly. left. <laughs> I said, uh, dear Caroline, right. guest of the show, Caroline, of course, once. Oh, of course, yeah. she's been on the show, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah dear, dear Caroline, OBE, presumably. Am I considering this, am I also considering this an invite for Simon and yes. Anne, yes. who are currently sulking outside the studio? Fair right. enough, yeah, no. And she replied, here we go. <clears throat> no. 
She replied, yes, I've got them down already. So you guys, you two, are coming to the GMA. Didn't even need, need to be invited. There we go. We're in, Simon. Uh, that was, by the way, that was Pixel Police fighting free. We've got a guest on the show. Tim. Hello. Thanks for coming in. It's a pleasure. It's- so what? So what has led our paths to uh, to this moment in time in the resonance studio? I was wondering that. Were because, you? Yeah, because I, it was quite actually easy to get in here. I just emailed you. <laughs> <laughs> We're booked up. We are booked up. And Jason Bradbury's coming on. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I mean, apart from the stars, uh, yeah. you could get bumped at any point. <laughs> exactly. Show. Don't be complacent about if it. If you yeah. are, if you're more important than Tim, email us now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Still time. And if you live in the borough, yeah, you can be here. Before the end of the show, no, but you emailed me to tell me about a new project, and I was like, "Well, great, we, we, we'd love to we'd love to hear about it." Yeah, and it's yeah, it's great to talk about it. Actually, so, so, so who so who are you? You're Tim from Panic Barn. What do Panic Barn do? So we're trying to make a football game, essentially. Okay, a new football game for iPad and Android. Excellent. And uh, what's different about this football game is well, what's not different is you're a player manager, so you get to play the games and you get a bit of RPG management stuff in there. Yeah. But the main difference in the game engine is that it's gesture controlled, so there's no one screen joypad. Nice. And, and so it's designed specifically specifically for the touchscreen. Right. And then secondly is the visual style, which is like pixel art, so small sprites and a really zoomed out camera. It, it looks very pretty. It looks so, a lot, is it okay to say it looks like sensible yeah, soccer? Absolutely. So uh, we've pulled the camera right back so you can kind of see the whole pitch on the iPad as you play. Yeah. So it works really well with the controls, a kind of zoomed out view. And that essentially that's what was amazing about Sensible Soccer, apart from being the best football game ever, of course. Well, but, of which um, I'm the current world world champion. Yeah, of course. I remember you, yeah, you mentioned that. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> it, it is on my business card. But, but, yeah. Um, so uh, you're saying you're trying to make a football game. So so what are, are you or not? Yeah, no, we're making it. So okay. we've, we've created a demo essentially to demonstrate the, the game engine because it's quite difficult to imagine how to play. If I said to you, oh, Sensible Soccer on a touch screen, yeah. most people would be like, oh, what? And don't like the sound of that. Yeah. So we've had to design it around gesture controls, and so we're going to release a demo for free, which kind of explains that on the App Store. Okay. And then alongside the app, it's going to be a Kickstarter. Cool. Mm. So um, it sounds to me to be like a cross between, obviously, the sensible soccer visuals, but a cross between fluid football, I yeah, guess, so ge- and so championship ge- manager. Yeah, so the RPG bit, which is a bit... Um, which is also slightly different, is that as a, is, if you imagine New Star Soccer, you're the player. Yeah. And obviously you get experience and abilities and stuff. In uh, Tiki Taka Soccer, you're the manager. So you gain abilities as you play matches and win, and then you, your abilities can be used to improve your team. So like fitness abilities, your players will recover better if you improve your fitness training, stuff like that. Cool. So it's a, a kind bit of like RPG. Speedball as well. Speedball yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, right. a bit like that. There it's you go. Going <laughs> so on. It's ripping off all the 16-bit <laughs> <laughs> classic. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so uh, I found fluid football pretty tricky. Yeah, that um, is tricky. It actually. is, yeah. So, I mean, apparently not for Andy Gray and Richard Keyes, who love it, yeah. um, according to their contract. But uh, so, yeah. How do you? How have you? How have you managed to get around the sort of complications of controlling a football? Yeah, it, I footballers? mean, there has been. It is tough, but um, like I said, we use gestures. You basically kind of remove the functionality down, so it's still fun. Yeah. But passing, shooting, and dribbling is very simple gestures, and you can perform them anywhere on screen. So you're not like tapping on players or anything like that. So I'll I'll show you. <laughs> okay. And you can download the demo. Can you? So when's the demo going to be available? So that'll be available in October right. alongside the Kickstarter. So the Kickstarter will be going live. We've got a date for it or? Not yet. Still putting everything together. Okay. Just pick a date. Yeah. yeah it's quite much for Kickstarter's one. October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's doing one. I'm doing one. <laughs> Man, you, you should do one. Yeah. I'm going to. 
Kickstarter. I don't know why Kickstarter. Um, So, uh, yeah, we were having a quick chat about Kickstarters earlier. They're nervy things, aren't they? They are. How how are you feeling about the... So, can you say how much you're going to be asking for? Not not yet. Not confirmed yet. But it won't be that much when I look at some of the others. um, You know, like Robocop. How much is that? 100,000. Yeah, nowhere near that. Yeah. (laughs) What about a quarter of a million for Dizzy? Yeah, that failed, didn't it? Did it? fail, yeah. And then the company went. Did, yeah. How much? So be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. How so much was Elite 4? Uh, five, two, six? What is it? Elite, Elite yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of money. Elite 4? Five, I've, yeah. I've, I've lost it with right. Breath of Auto. Is it Elite 4? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think it's four. How, it? They were looking for like a million, yeah. weren't they, or something? Molyneux got a lot as well, didn't he? So, um, yeah, it, so both Steve and I are looking into this at the moment for separate projects, but um, I think we've both been baffled by the... Uh, and Steve made a, a, a good... A Twitter joke yesterday. He said a Kickstarter for a Kickstarter uh, math spreadsheet. It's so complicated. It, it, it's complicated thing. Isn't it? Yeah. So if you, so, so how, how far have you got with yours? Yeah. And, I mean, and can we copy it? There's so much planning, <laughs> and well, like you say, you essentially, you just look at other people's, don't you, to try and see what what's worked. And, mm. But the whole process of going through the Kickstarter, even if you're not going to do a Kickstarter, I think it's quite good because it lets you ask the questions about yeah. projects which you never normally like to ask. So, what's your wackiest reward? Well. Yeah, that's. I mean, the wackiest one's probably going to be the most expensive one, which probably involves flying someone somewhere okay. to see the developers or something like that. But that, you know, no one's ever going to go for that. Mm-hmm. But it's just. How hey, much is it going to be? I don't know. Probably ten grand something. How about what? that? <laughs> How much is it to get a video of you? Well, I'm actually doing. You know, you can do a dollar. Mm-hmm. That that's the minimum, and they say you should do something fun. So I was going to, I was going to do a personal message. Okay. Write it, handwritten personal message. And take a photo for a dollar. I want a video. For one pound. I want a video. Yeah, that's ten. Ten, ten dollars. <laughs> and what will you do in the video for ten dollars? Yeah, that's a good question. That that is a sliding scale. And what would you do <laughs> in the video for twenty dollars? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it just goes what has this that. show become? <laughs> <laughs> become the elite classes throwing money else. Take your top off, Tim. So Tim, how um, there how you would? Have. <laughs> just for radio, just for our eyes. Then. How would we uh, follow the project from now until it goes live? Then? Yeah, so you can follow me on uh, Twitter Panic Barn Panic Barn and PanicBarn.com is the website and uh, I'm on all sorts of uh, indie dev sites as well updating blogs and stuff so well we'll be sure to alert our listeners to it when you uh, you go live and right. uh, just before we move on I, just, I mean I'd, I'd like to say everybody that we've mentioned previously Miles Simon Reed. So Miles from uh, Football Manager Simon yeah. Reed, New Star Soccer Friends of the show um, John Hare He's been on for Speedball 2. Yeah. There was one other. They've all been on Yeah, the show. Simon Reed's been really helpful, actually. Has and he? And I'm currently nice testing his new, nice um, his new update for New Star Soccer. Right, that's interesting. Why aren't we testing that? I don't know. Given that he, know. Are you not testing it? Given that we're... The we, the, the we, you know, but his, his appearance on here is, is basically what, uh, what yeah, uh, made he him. Yeah, he mentioned that. It did was he? Massive. <laughs> uh, so so what's, what, what's, what's the update like? Uh, it's really good. It's for people who've kind of like me who still play it a hell of a lot, right. and there's sort of end level uh, gameplay in there, so a lot more to do. Can you, can you tell Sai we miss him? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, don't forget the little guy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm Kara Ellison. I am a games critic, and so far I've been spectacularly unlucky in love. But there is hope. Perhaps video game characters can teach me something about self-confidence, about sexiness, or perhaps they can even illuminate what sort of thing causes nerds to pay attention for more than five seconds. Welcome to Electric Dreams, a section of One Life Left where I write a lonely hearts ad for a video game character, put it on the internet, and then see what I can learn from the replies. 
The rules are, one, I put an ad up for a different character every week for 24 hours. Two, I do it anonymously and keep respondents anonymous. Three, I do not reply to respondents because I am fictional and that would be leading them on. From this, I hope to gauge which game characters have the most attractive traits. This week, I put up an ad as an anonymous Lara Croft. Adventurous type looking for thrills. I'm a 29-year-old woman, athletic build, long dark hair, been single for quite a while now due to my job. I do a lot of travelling. I'm looking for someone who loves hanging out in museums. I'm really into history and I'm an antiques collector by trade. I'm looking for a man who can keep up with me. I'm always on the go. I've had some trouble in the past with men who have a lot of animals in their house, so bear that in mind if you're into long-term relationships. No guys with an agenda or have weird beliefs, so I'm just looking for someone who's, like, uncomplicated and wants to go adventuring with me. Someone who's not afraid of me being in control. Get in touch if you'd like to go for a chai tea sometime. Bring Jaffa cakes. Kiss kiss. Location, Wimbledon. Tune in later to find out Lara Cross replies. Letters, how's the postbag looking this week, Simon? Well, I would say bulging, but I'd be I'd be lying. Oh, don't lie. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, okay. We're very grateful for those that did uh, write in. So Thanks the, very much. So the deal is, when we offer a bribe, we get loads of letters, yeah. and when we don't, you forget about us. Yeah. So there we go. Fickle, That's fickle, fickle. Shows what kinds of people you guys are. We got a few though. We Not did. these people though. Not these people. You're our favourites. For example, Duncan Timoney. Come on, Duncan. Dear DeWitt, Comstock and Elizabeth, welcome back and congratulations on your ninth season. It's lovely to hear your voices again. I'm sorry I won't be able to contribute any weaker wiki wah-wahs again, because apparently having children is an ongoing project, not a one-off thing. Oh, that's a shame. Weaker wiki wah-wah. Yeah. So maybe we'll be able to get him back for a special edition sometime. I am, of course, homeschooling my offspring in the ways of video gaming. Edison, five, makes wonderful buildings in Minecraft and is actually pretty good at Borderlands 2 in that he knows when to come over and revive me when I'm dying. What certificate is Borderlands 2? Uh, I think it's pretty high. It's at least a 16. Could be an 18. Right. And and Edison's five. Okay. Can we, have we got Duncan's address? For the police. Yeah, okay. Someone will be in touch, Duncan. (laughs) Exactly. Petra, one, only knows how to mash the keyboard. Disappointing. Maybe I could email you every week with progress reports. You do, yeah. That would be lovely. You want pictures? (laughs) Can you get them playing GTA (laughs) 5? I guess if they're too young to understand it, that might be quite good fun, mightn't it? Yeah. Get like an, an infant pushing X to bash lady. Let's see what happens. Thanks, Duncan. We look Cheers. forward to hearing more. Uh, Christian Chal- Chalminski uh, just said, um, did you receive this, guys? He said, first thing I... Th- he said, subject, I guess this is SingStar related. First thing I thought of when I saw it, it on Tumblr, which you guys should consider getting, and there was a picture of Beyonce done up as a Beyond Two Souls pack shot. I didn't really understand that. <laughs> but thank you for Thanks. writing. I like Beyonce. We can't afford to be choosy Adam, right now. And Adam Bolton. Thank you. Adam Bolton gets it right by saying FAO Simon. <laughs> Simon, due to the incentive offered, I've been meaning to contact the show all week. Only when I heard Keza McDonald, friend of the show, question mark, today on Radio 4, she is, by the way, uh, commentating on the biggest entertainment release ever, did I have something for the team to comment on? The big franchises have more and more sequels. He, he wrote squeals, but I guess it's sequels. <laughs> Quite like schools. Soon it'll be time for them to mine British culture. We've had GTA London, but what about GTA Merseyside, Battlefield, Gibraltar, or Assassin's Creed, Toll Puddle Martyr? Do the team have any British cultural references they think are underserved by the medium? P.S. Has Talia retired? I was reading a blog post 
about this yep. uh, by uh, the Retro Remix okay. chap, uh, Rob. Uh, he was saying how he really, really misses all of those old Spectrum era uh, video game, very British yeah. jokes, you know, games about moles. Manic Miner, and uh, Miner Strike. Uh, yeah, all yeah. of that kind of thing. And that's why all of his games are themed around fish and <laughs> stupid fish jokes. Okay. Because it's his sort of one-man stand. Did he make Phil Fish? <laughs> Maybe he did. So, uh, so yeah, I, I sort of agree. It'd be nice to have some more sort of parochial British games, wouldn't it? Particularly uh, for the tax breaks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, Anne, have you got any? Hello, OLL. Uh, I just saw your half hour left letters call. A question some of you, your listeners, might be interested in: with the Kickstarter for Hyper Light Drifter bringing in ten times more than the goal, why are we suckers for nostalgia, Graham? Why are we suckers for nostalgia? Because the past is brilliant, isn't it? It is. Uh, the past is brilliant. I, I actually do wonder whether video games suffer from... I find tutorials really boring, yes. right? They yes. are the most annoying yes. thing in the world. And that's obviously been the, the, the sort of... As soon as even when I started Grand Theft Auto V, I was like, oh, God, do you really need to teach me all yeah, of this stuff yeah, that yeah. I've been through at least three times? And so many people have. And I wish you could just say, yes, I know the controls. I know how this works. I'm happy to pick up where we left off. And I wonder whether that's part of the appeal of nostalgia in video games, that when you see a, you know, a game based on asteroids or whatever, you know, yeah, right, you I do. know how this is going to work. I'm going to be able to pick it up and, and play it. Push X to shoot. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, uh, nostalgia in takes many forms, doesn't it? People like listening to music that they grew up with. Mm-hmm. People like playing the games that they... Yeah, yeah of course, that too. So uh, that's probably why, mm. you know. I was trying to Question do a different answered. take on it well, to do with the interactive side of things. You just went to the easy shot and that's fine. Exactly. Tim, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got a letter from Sean Wakefield. Right. Hey, One Life Left. Hey. Love the show. Hey, thanks. 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 Particularly enjoyed listening to Jasper discuss Lone Survivor. Yes. yes just wanted think. to send you guys a link to a new podcast we've started discussing video oh, games. We Wait, go. what? What? First week is about soundtracks. Right, so... Sorry for the shameless self-promotion. You aren't, though, are you? <laughs> but you lot have been an inspiration. You oh. If you were sorry, you wouldn't be chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> so you can hear the and laughter in I your voice. I wanted to forward it on. Cheers. Cheers. All the best, Sean. Oh, so what, on, what I particularly they? liked about that is that he doesn't include the no link. link. <laughs> no oh, link. God. So, so, it's, so now we feel sorry for them. So in fact, if you do write in and let us know what you are, actually, so, so, so what... There's no link on what's, there. What's, what's the email address from? Isn't there a clue in the title? Is Aperture. it... Priority at Hotmail. Maybe it's that. Could be. Or it's just his personal email address that we've just given <laughs> him. Who knows? Oh, yeah, that was important. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, if that's a name, then you should go and check it out. If not, email back in next week. Uh, have we quickly got time to clear up the answers to last week's quiz? Yes. yes. Of course. Uh, well, thanks for emailing in. Of course, um, the, the odd one out was 32-bit, 8-bit, mm-hmm. 16-bit, mm-hmm. 64-bit. Uh, question two was, you could have had any from Maniac Mansion, Zach McCracken, Indiana Jones, Secret Monkey Island, Monkey Island 2, or Dead Tentacle. Um, and finally... Uh, uh, the odd one out was, of course, Peter Molyneux.
This is Amnesiac Fluid Vault. It's a Super Nintendo-based chip tune. It's lovely. Oh. Uh, I inducted Anne into the world of the Super Nintendo yesterday. Oh yeah, how did she get on? She came around to uh, to my apartment for a bit of pre-gaming gaming. Right, that's uh, what you call we, it these days, is it? Yeah, we were we were getting a little bit um, a little bit drunk, so right. we could go and karaoke effectively. You're the modern version of the uh, dodgy photographer, aren't you? <laughs> Sorry, I can't open the windows or turn the heating off. I don't know. I've only just moved in, but um, you're sure right. It is hot in here, isn't just, it? Maybe uh, you could. Uh, yeah, you could be. We'll play Mario Kart. Yeah, you, could, you could be princess. <laughs> I'll be Bowser. Yeah, exactly. See what happens. No, let's play uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. No, well, no, we have to sit like they do in the carts. <laughs> you sit in front of me, and I'll cup you. Did you enjoy Mario Kart? Street Fighter we played? Uh, I didn't play Mario Kart. I played Street Fighter. Yeah. What else did I play? Clay Fighter. I played Get Clay Fighter. That was good. Was it? That was really good because I was the clown and I, I yeah. found the button where you got the hammer out. Mm. That was good. Was it good? Yeah. Mm. Good. Might be doing some more of that in the future. Hey, you know what we should play now? What? Craig the Rage McClellan. I had trouble getting my copy of GTA V. By the time I'd succeeded, I was barely alive. For the path to the game store was littered and strewn with ladies and females and p- and p- I should have known better should have sensed what would follow as I sprayed on a thick mist of fresh lynx Apollo that sweet musk these cheekbones my rakish attire was sure to drive women folk insane with desire as I boarded the bus I could see it begin the blonde driver battling the demon within the sex hormone oestrogen oozed from her pores too flustered to operate the pneumatic doors. The old lady opposite glowered at me sexily, clearly aroused by my sullen complexity. Sex knows no age, so I couldn't condemn her. Her excitement intensified her Parkinsonian tremor. As I stood in the queue with my game in my hand, the checkout girl tremulous, struggling to stand. Name tag pinned over one mammary gland. It's not this game but my p*** that ought to be banned. I'm finally home playing GTA 5. I've not been shagged senseless, thank God I'm alive. And I'm definitely not playing it to mask the effects of a crippling phobia of women and sex. Craig Rage, and it's time for our review section. Anne, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been playing the game that was suggested by um, a writer in her uh, the other week called Home. Um... Do you remember that? I do remember that the letter. suggestion, yeah. Yeah, so I played it. I played it all, finished it. Wow, wow. Congratulations. You only need an hour and a half. Really? Or, Brilliant. Or maybe you're just exceptional at it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. So um, it is, um, it's a horror, really. And I was very scared for a lot of the time. Uh, it is a, is it a side, it's when you're just walking around, like, is that a side scroller thing? Well, what, but okay, what, but it just goes along. It just goes along. It okay. just you just look at it from the side. You, you, yeah. Right, they, that's so you a look scroll. Clue, yeah, yeah, you do have to walk. So okay. it scrolls. Yeah, so so side walker. Side walker yeah. I'm calling it a sidewalk. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So it's one of them. So you are you're in a strange place. You've just woken up. You have no idea what happens. So you walk around this uh, facility. Uh, and then you end up in the sewers and you're finding things and you're going through doors that are locked and then you're trying to get home to your wife, Rachel. Where is Rachel? And then uh, and then you find something about uh, your friend um, and something is not quite right there. And so you keep going around trying to uncover clues uh, and finding out what's happened with Rachel. But near the end, 
you get to decide how the story twists. Well, actually, no, like sort of throughout, you get to decide how the story unfolds. It says to you, um, it, uh, is this, is your wife dead under here? And and then you can say yes or no. <laughs> I obviously went for yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, lo- yeah, lots of different things that you can do. Lots of um, different things that you can change the game for. And I, so uh, at one point I picked up um, um, a VHS. And I was like, oh, I'm sure that in that room there's a VHS player. But I'm just going to go and check outside this door first. But I'll go back and do it. And then it locked me out and I couldn't see what was on the tape. And it kept saying to me, if only there was a way that I could see what was on that tape. I'm sure that would explain everything. But I couldn't get back. Oh. So I might have to play it again. Um, yeah, so it was really good because um, I'm assuming that there are a lot of different outcomes. It does ask you at the end, tweet what your story was. Tell how, Facebook what your story was. How can people get hold of this game? Um, it is, so I think it's PC and uh, iOS. I, I played it on iOS and it was only like $1.99. Okay. Um, and it's really good and I would give it 7 out of 10. Excellent. Tim. Yes. What have you been playing? Uh, GTA. Have you? Interesting. Are we all going to join in, are we? Me yeah, too. Me gonna, too. Of course we have. Review well, off three of us. Whoa. So that kind of makes sense. Whoa. Let's see then. Let's okay, see. Okay. I'm going to review your reviews. <clears throat> okay. Who's going first? I don't mind. Why don't you show your hand first, Simon? Okay. You already have. You've said you loved it. I'm quite, I've very much enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. it's, it's difficult to... Um, it's difficult to look at GTA without its problems. And the problems are, if you're... Um, if someone who thinks that video games are for uh, spotty boys and they see you playing this, this will reinforce their opinion on it. It mm-hmm. does. It, it's 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 odd because it does so much for moving gaming forward. I think its its scope and its ambition is unprecedented. But then equally. It just, you know, it reinforces old stereotypes. So the swearing is, I mean, it's, it's it, the swearing's a bit much. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the violence is inescapable. The opening mission, the tutorial mission, I found, uh, because the argument has often been in GTI, well, you know, there's always been a, you know, sure, you can do these bad things, but there is a moral compass, and if you do bad things, you will get punished. Well, mm. the, the, without, you know, some spoilers, but the opening mission of GTA Five insists that you kill cops. Mm. Um, and then the, the punishment is um, a caption which says 10 years later mm. um, and stuff. But, yeah, so it's 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 pretty bad in some respects. But then equally, it's it's just incredible. I think it's... Um, it seems to me that they've, uh, they've taken a long look at... Because um, GTA has always been about the world and it's about, been about the stories that you implant over some of the on-screen action and, and the, the moments of coincidence which uh, sort of bring it to life in artificial ways. Tim, who I mentioned, uh, we, we held up our boxes at, in the office and we made the boxes kiss. Uh, the next day, I, I said, right, so Tim, how did you get on? He said, oh, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. He said, I haven't done any of the missions. First thing I did was steal a plane and fly it into a cow. And I thought, <laughs> right... God, what sort of life must you live if, if that's a first... You know, right, OK, I've been waiting for this game because it's going to let me steal a plane and fly into a cow. Um, me, I, you know, I prefer... Um, I, I, I'm, I've never been one of these completists, so uh, GTA has now got... Um, it now scores you on your missions, and, you know, mm. I've been getting silver, and, 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 and that's fine. I don't want to play... The have always been the weak part of GTA, though. Yeah, and to, to be... I felt that the missions in this part have been, or those that I've played so far, have been... Um, uh, 
have been so enjoyed. It's doing things I've never seen before. So there was one mission where you're sort of. It, it seems to have scripted events, which I've never. I've not seen in a GTA game before. You mean like the Red Dead Redemption style? Again, again, I did play Red Dead, but I don't remember a great deal about, about it because I couldn't control my horse. And the moment it ju- <laughs> the, the, the horse just jumped off a cliff with me on it, I thought, well, I'm not. This this isn't fun. But but in some of the car chases and stuff, it, it in GTA Five, it introduces yeah. moments where uh, are bold and ambitious and and scripted, and that's sort of what it never intended to do. But they feel so much better. So it, it looks like they've they've they've. Um, They've been playing lots of other recent games. The cover system is is much improved. The shooting is is easier, um, so it feels better. I still found it like we mentioned the tutorial missions. I found it like I do with all these games, slightly overwhelming at the start. So they go now do this and now do this and now you can do this. Oh, now this is unlocked. I'm like I'm still struggling to remember whether it's L1 or R1 that puts me onto cover, um, but. You know, hey, it is quite overwhelming. I, isn't it, I'm, but it's it's but, an astonishing world, yeah. right? It's huge and it's beautiful. And in terms of technical achievement, I can't think of a single video game that is no. more intimidating, no. right? You look at this and you think, how the hell did they build that? And where do video games go from there? I mean, they get more expensive, I guess, yeah, and yeah. they put more money and more time into it. However, as a piece of as a work, as a as a creative work, I think it's barren, and I think it's soulless and cruel. I, I absolutely agree. I, I mean, I think, you know, they've introduced three protagonists this time around, and the, the, the problem whenever you offer a... And it isn't really a choice because you are forced at certain points to use one or the other. Is that uh, invariably, you are going to prefer one of them and and actually I quite like Michael's missions I mm-hmm. think I think he's quite he's obviously Tony Soprano um, and it, it yeah it seems you know, sure they are base and all the rest of it but it seems alright there's more going on in Michael's life Franklin uh, I, I just find I just find quite offensive in terms of language because it's swearing it's all the time bad. Yeah, it's badly scripted well I think all of the characters are bad but that is particularly unbelievable and but I'm not I'm, I'm not really talking so much about the uh, the setting and the and the character which I think, you know, are poorly written and poorly conceived. I, I think the whole atmosphere and tone of the game is cruel and not not as smart as it thinks it is. Constantly mocking everything, and it's it's okay, like we. I got to a bit where you go into the um, you go into the tech company, right? Yep. And you it's see all of hacker. the yep. you see all of the offices, and I find it quite funny because I'm laughing at these stereotypes. The reason I'm laughing at them is because I hate these people, right. and it's like it's always nice to have someone else affirming your hate of these people. I'm chuckling along. This game hates everyone and everything, but none of that hatred is particularly funny. I mean, it's funny in a 15-year-old yeah. 15-year-old boy's eyes, and that's what the game's for. It's for a 15-year-old kid. It's for someone who hasn't seen any of the influences to the game, which are all better than the game yeah. and all stronger than the game. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, and Trevor, in particular, I'm not saying anything new here, but Trevor, he is absolutely hateful. And yeah, um, I mean, the way I get around that is by dressing him up in ridiculous clothes. They're <laughs> <laughs> absolutely insane clothes, and uh, it takes the edge off the torture scene and stuff like that. Yeah, I've, but, not, I've not got to the torture scene yet. But actually, uh, I don't think you can change the clothes in that because they default. But right. I think I think the three characters thing works really well not in the missions mm-hmm. so when I'm wandering around it, you can get kind of tired of being one character and you, you end up like far away from somewhere and it's just so easy just to jump to the next character and have some fun with someone else so in that sense it's good but it doesn't, doesn't bring that much to the missions no, uh, for me it's a solid 7 but no more yeah I'm enjoying it um, uh, another persevere I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a high 7 out of 10 Tim? 7 
clan and the wanderer, you just caught us talking about video games. <laughs> we had. We almost, should do more of that. We almost lost we? ourselves, yeah. didn't we? Continuing our GTA, GTA Five, GTAV reviews. Exactly. Still we, seven though. Uh, I had to um, <laughs> to explain to uh, the people that made um, Outlast um, our scoring policy. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you know, did you, did you cover it? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. Um, just FYI, we give everything a seven. They're like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I said, you know, but it's funny. Like, I said, um, GTA 5 will be getting a seven. Spoiler. And they went, hmm. I'm not sure they find it funny. What was the lowest mark GTA 5 got seven. from the games for us? Wasn't it a seven, I think? Us. Yeah. Again. Exactly. Pioneers. Standing alone. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, uh, we're One Life Left. We're a video game radio show. It is eight minutes to eight. Should we talk about Nottingham Game City? Exclusive. Exclusive. Oh, yeah. We have one of our rare meetings this evening. In fact, I had to be slightly rude to Tim. Um, and I was like, sorry, we, 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 uh, if we don't get this sorted now, we won't get it sorted at <laughs> all. Because that is what we're like. We've, uh, uh, I will let you into a little secret. We've turned up at events before going... Right, what should we do? <laughs> like, and literally just gone, right, yeah, should we do that? Then, yeah, okay. But um, Nottingham have, have caught wind of this, haven't they? They are. They have been They've added us to a piece of software called Basecamp or something, which none Ooh. of us like nor understand. <laughs> and it just seems like a colossal amount of hassle at the best of times. It doesn't seem like a particularly efficient way to get thoughts down. I, yeah. And we are constantly getting emails saying, so, well, what no. are you doing? We're doing this. Right. The, but, These no. tech people. But the emails start, every email starts, please reply above this line. <laughs> but yeah, I know how email works. I mean, that's what, but so you think, what, is this, have I read this before? Maybe I've already replied above this line. Um, yeah, so, so that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're going to reply above the line. Well yeah. done, Nottingham. You have ground us, <laughs> down, us down. And fine, we will be professional and having sort a, it out. Having a meeting. We, we, we have sorted that out. We know what we're doing. It's one death left. One death left. One death left. Exclusive. And it's very close to Halloween as well. So So we're going to do some murders. We are. On the night of the 25th of October, we will be hosting a murder mystery karaoke night. (laughs) (laughs) You've probably not heard of one of those. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be excellent. It'll be one of our parties, so we'll be there probably be broadcasting and stuff. Um, but there's going to be two components to it. So we'll be karaoke to begin and to end the night. You will hear our video game karaoke, and we're going to need your help for that. Yep. But that's not what we're going to talk to you about right now. No, Anne's going to tell you how that one death left is going to work. <laughs> one death left is massively multiplayer. Wink murder. Come on. Come on. I'm surprised it's never been done before. But it has never been done before. MMWM. For- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we haven't actually Googled to see whether it's <laughs> okay. ever been done before. Can someone do that and email we in? We assume that it's never been done before, and it's certainly never been done before in One Life Left's inimitable style. So what's going to happen is you will arrive at the venue, uh, you'll be handed a ticket. The ticket will tell you, oh, well, we'll have a number on it, and that's that. Yeah, you'll have a number. You'll have a number. Number, and that number is yours, listener. Don't Don't tell tell anyone. Don't tell anyone that. Why don't you tell anyone? Put it down your top. (laughs) Oh, uh, you don't tell anyone because uh, during the course of the evening, we'll be drawing numbers uh, from a hat. Let's get a hat. Let's get a hat, yeah. Uh, Drawing numbers from a hat. And calling out a number, you remember your number. If your number is called, you will then have two minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> Five knows? minutes. Some Undecided. Minutes. You'll have some, some number minutes. of minutes to murder people by winking. Winking. You have to do it without being discovered. If you're discovered... You're out. 
you're dead. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to have prizes for the best murderer. Yes, and that's it. <laughs> One Life Left, uh, offering prizes <laughs> to the best killer. There'll be mini challenges, game-related fun along the way, but, uh, yeah, it should be a good night. Get people mingling, won't it? Yeah. And then after that, we're all going to sing together. Let's all sing together. Once we're dead, let's sing. Yes, so uh, details will be going up on the uh, Nottingham Game City website soon, uh, after we've told them, by replying above the line. <laughs> uh, but if you're in a position to book hotels or train tickets now, please do so for the 25th of October. Uh, we'll see you in Nottingham. Welcome back to Electric Dreams. Here is a selection of responses that Lara Croft got to her Lonely Hearts ad. First off, I'd like to say congratulations for having the most sane ad I've ever seen. Thank you. One thing that struck me from your ad, you like to be in control. What do you mean by that, if you don't mind my asking? Well, largely, I think Lara likes to be able to grab ledges efficiently. I am an American businessman who is looking for an English girl who would like to join me for a weekend in Venice. Too late, methinks Lara got to Venice in Tomb Raider 2 and shot all of the people there. I love girls with nice nails. I did not even mention my nails. I don't think Lara even has a nail texture. I like antiques, but I don't know much about them other than from watching Lovejoy. Hmm, I think Lara would punch Lovejoy. I think I am a vampire of the night, joking. Don't joke about that sort of thing, buddy. How do we sneak Jaffas into the Tate? Mm, anything is possible with a desert eagle and a huge trust fund, my friend. And finally, I'm after a lady who's available to meet and give a hand job and foot job to a male. Unlikely, but Lara does have a butler. All in all, 82 emails were sent to Lara in 24 hours. Perhaps I should be more into Jaffa cakes? I think they were the main pool. Tip noted. Well done! Um, as she read out the final correspondence, I was just trying to imagine if they were from other video games characters, and that was definitely the dude from uh, Gears of War, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the last one. <laughs> so if you've got any suggestions for uh, video game characters you would like Kara to pretend to be in Internet Small Ads, then please write in to... Team at one We should actually encourage our listeners to write in more next week. Yeah, so we don't please avoid... write in. Please write in or we'll murder you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, you can write in, you can tweet us. Uh, so we want letters, please, for next week. Uh, who knows, we may be giving away a prize, we may not, and also we would like your quiz answers, please. We were offered some uh, GTAV t-shirts this week. Were we? Yeah. Oh, um, I love t-shirts. I'm not sure whether we'll get them after that. The, those those marks we just gave out. Uh, but we'll see. Let's see. Tim, thank you ever so much for making the long journey here from Somerset. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, it's been brilliant. We're really, really excited about uh, seeing how Tiki Taka Soccer comes along. Uh, just remind our listeners how we can follow you. Panic Barn on Twitter, panicbarn.com. And uh, it'll be kicking off in October, right? Yeah, all going off in October. Good news. How does... Uh, one Life Left go down in Somerset. Yeah, really well. Yeah. <laughs> really, no one's talking so, about yeah, it. We, all the farmers. Just, we often get a bit sort of detached in the London bubble of yeah. you know everyone gossiping and all yeah, of the crazy, crazy parties and the, the media circus surrounding us oh, here. Man. You know, we, we'd love to make it out. Yeah, to, you should. To, to the provinces more, wouldn't we? We would do, yeah. <laughs> We'd like to go on tour. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should, maybe we should. Simon, what are you up to? I was just checking uh, who our, our next week's guest is. Oh, okay. Uh, we've got Dave Ranyard. Rainyard? Oh, Ranyard. Ranyard. Ranny. Uh, who's head of... Ranzi. Head of... Uh, head of the London studio for yeah. Sony. Super He's exciting. coming in. Yeah, so that's uh, that's good news. He's the most efficient guest we've ever had. He asked me... He, he wanted to have a, a conference call with me so we could run through <laughs> what he was going to be asked to talk about. I was like... Yeah, you've never heard the show. Maybe we could do that on the show. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I just said, I'll listen to this one, and he hasn't got back to me. So, <laughs> so we so, might not yeah, have Yeah, so he's going to be here um, talking about what he's up to and also the stuff he's going to be talking about at the free-to-play conference, which I believe is the following week. So, uh, yeah, that's good news. Well, who needs Vasey? 
Who needs Vasey? We still need to get him. When are we going to get Vasey's uh, opposite bench equivalent? Oh, yeah. We should we do that, yeah, yeah. Watto. Oh, yeah, could do. Let's get Watto. Let's tell Tom him that, that Vasey's going to be doing it after Christmas. and uh, <laughs> See what happens. We have been One Life Left, and we will see you next week. Unless but- we murder you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>